Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. If you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight in to today's first story. Now, today's first story does follow with updates and various information as well. And it's from Family Sucks Throwaway, who says, My girlfriend, 30 female, overheard my 35 male family talking badly about her. My girlfriend, Sammy, and I have been together a bit over a year. She's absolutely wonderful, smart, attractive, driven, educated, kind, and goofy. She's everything I ever wanted, and up until last week, I thought my family felt the same way. Last week, I went to my parents' house for dinner. We get together as a family a few times a month. It's been a tradition with us for years now. Sammy usually joins us for these dinners, but had work obligations. I told my family she wouldn't be joining us that night. Halfway through dinner, I got up to go to the bathroom, and Sammy texted me that she was outside. She got off work early and came over to hang out. She would have normally walked in, which is normal, but she needed help bringing in some gifts. Sammy is leaving tomorrow for a work trip and a personal vacation to see some friends, so she won't be back until Thanksgiving. My brother and sister, twins, have their birthday next week and my girlfriend had gifts for them. At this point, my family had no idea Sammy was there. We walked inside and headed to the kitchen and we overheard my family talking. My sister was saying that she was glad my girlfriend was gone because she couldn't stand the family night being ruined by my girlfriend being annoying. My brother and other sister agreed about how annoying and awful my girlfriend is. My dad made a comment about how they should be nice to Sammy and my mum chimed in with, Sammy is nice and all but I can't believe OP likes how fat she is. He can do so much better. My family, even my dad, agreed and my sister piped up that I was dating down because I'm still rebounding from my last girlfriend, which was five years ago. I was floored. My family has always been so nice to Sammy and I've never heard them talk badly about her. I've never heard my family say mean things about anyone, to be honest. Sammy walked into the kitchen and dumped the presents on the counter. She was crying and mumbled something about happy birthday and then took off out the door. My family looked shocked and a bit embarrassed. I asked my family what the fuck was wrong with them and didn't stick around for an answer. I went after Sammy. She was in her car crying. Now, Sammy is usually tough, but family is super important to her. She has no family, aside from an alcoholic dad that she doesn't have any contact with. My family was like her surrogate family and something she always wanted. She was overjoyed when my family welcomed her and invited her to family events. The presents she bought my sister and brother were paintings she had spent many hours working on. And yes, she is fat, but I prefer thick girls and I always have. To me, she's gorgeous and exactly what I like, but even then, she's lost about 40 pounds since we started dating. I would love her at any weight and I'm proud of the work she's done. I have no idea what they meant about her being annoying. 
She comes when she's invited, usually brings baked goods or beer. She's taken my family out to dinner multiple times and is extremely generous with them. She's even become the go-to babysitter for my sister and her two kids, and she helped my brother get a job in her company. She pushed really hard to get him hired and put her professional reputation on the line. She's never asked for repayment or holds it over anyone. She even does the dishes when we come over for dinner. The thing that makes this even worse is I was planning on proposing to her in the next few months. I planned on asking my sisters to come with me to pick out her ring. Now, Sammy hasn't said much about it and hasn't talked to me much about this incident. She has always wanted a family and she doesn't understand why my family doesn't like her or what she's done wrong. She said she had talked to me more when she gets back from her trip. I don't want to lose her over this. I would take her over my family. Sammy hasn't been her usual cheerful self this week and I've caught her crying more than once since this incident. I try to comfort her but she tries to play it that she's fine. At this point, I have no idea if I even want them in my life. All of them have reached out to me with weak apologies full of justifications. I asked my mum if she had apologized to Sammy and my mum said I could pass on the apology. To be fair to them, all of them do feel bad about what happened and seemed extra embarrassed about this, but no one can give me exact reasons why she's annoying or how she's ruined family nights. My dad is the only reasonable one that has offered to apologize to Sammy directly. What do I do? I don't want to get rid of my family, but Sammy matters more to me at this point. I want Sammy to know I'm fully in her corner and I don't want her to feel guilty if I have to cut out my family. And I guess that's one of the questions is why? Why are they finding Sammy so annoying? Not that it justifies talking behind someone's back like that. And is this ever going to be forgivable by by Sammy in the end. I don't think it could. I think if I put myself in Sammy's shoes and I walked into, you know, another family which I'm meant to be a part of and I found them talking negatively about me in this way, I don't think I could ever see myself walking into that same room again with these people and then trusting their opinions or the way they're acting around me. I'd always think that, you know, it's fake in some ways. But that may be just the way I'm feeling on this one. Now, we have some relevant comments on this as well, as well as an update too. So some of the relevant comments are, I've told her that my family isn't my priority, and she is, and I'll do whatever it takes to make her feel comfortable. I was really terrified she was going to dump me over this, but I think she knows I'm on her side. Two, that's what is really fucked up about this. Her family life is so fucking tragic and she deserved none of it. Her mother died when she was young and her dad crawled into a bottle instead of dealing with his grief. She always said on the day her mum died, she became an orphan. She also lost her only good family members in a span of 18 months. Grandma, grandpa, and aunt. She's been living on her own since she was 15. Three, I had a conversation with my sister that ended in fuck off. She had no answer to what she found annoying about Sammy. Her justification was that she didn't think Sammy or I would hear what they were saying. That's what got me to tell her to fuck off. Four, when we met, she wasn't without a family. She has built a family from friends. She's surrounded by people she loves and that love her. And she doesn't let toxic people into her life. She probably did romanticize my family because we do seem like that wholesome family type. I thought we were. And then we have the edited update for before the main update, which says, I went to bed and woke up to tons of replies. Thanks for all the advice and support, everyone. I've decided to take Sammy on a vacation for Thanksgiving. I'm on the phone with a very helpful guy that's trying to find me a hotel room that isn't booked for that weekend. 
no matter what happens. I think this is going to be a tradition I build with her for the future. A relaxing weekend to ourselves while everyone else is running around buying knockoff iPads. Also, I talked to my dad briefly last night. He's pretty horrified by everything and has agreed to come over and apologize to Sammy and do it when Sammy feels up to hearing it. I've told Sammy all of this since it happened. She knows I'm choosing her over my family and that I would choose her over anyone. So now we're going to move on to the main update. First off, Sammy and I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We spent it out of town in a small skiing town. It was a great weekend and we spent a lot of time talking and discussing what to do about my family. Sammy was still pretty hurt over the matter but was adamant that I shouldn't cut all ties with my family. I told her that all depended on my family. My mum was in denial that I wouldn't be coming to Thanksgiving. After my last post, I let her know Sammy and I wouldn't be attending. She brushed it off until the day before Thanksgiving when she called to make sure I was bringing pie. I reminded her I wouldn't be at dinner and she broke down crying. She told me she was sorry for hurting Sammy and would like the chance to apologize. I let her know she'd have her chance after Thanksgiving. After we got back from our Thanksgiving trip, my parents came over for dinner. I had okayed this with Sammy. She thought my parents deserved a chance to make this right and frankly, I think she really wanted to mend things with my family. Dinner was awkward to say the least. My dad started out by offering Sammy a genuine apology. He told her he was extremely embarrassed and genuinely wanted to make things up to her. They had a nice chat. The talk with my mum, well, that went okay. My mum cried through most of it and tried to reinforce that she was very sorry. I couldn't tell if she was sorry or just upset that I was taking Sammy's side. I don't think Sammy was convinced either. A few days after dinner, my mum called Sammy and asked her to lunch to talk by themselves. Several comments in my last post mentioned that my family probably felt Sammy was annoying simply because they felt intimidated or projecting their own issues on her. I think that was spot on. Sammy went to lunch with my mum and they had a very long, good talk about everything. She said my mum felt jealous that Sammy was so educated and had the chance to get an education. And Sammy admitted to being jealous that my mum has a big family. Sammy opened up to my mum about the situation with her own family and living on her own since she was a teenager. I think that hit my mum very hard because she's always been surrounded by a big, loving family. And I think she was horrified by her own behavior towards Sammy, who wanted to be part of the family. Overall, I think things are better between my parents and Sammy. My younger sister reached out to Sammy after Thanksgiving. I don't think any of my siblings expected me to ditch family dinner and I heard they were pretty upset I went on vacation instead. My sister apologized over the phone. I don't know if it was enough, but it was a good step. Sammy says she's feeling pretty neutral about my youngest sister. She said she feels like my sister is more sorry she was caught, but Sammy appreciated the apology. My brother had to endure a very uncomfortable few weeks at work. While Sammy was traveling, I think by Thanksgiving, he was confident that Sammy wasn't going to screw with his job. When Sammy got back to work after our vacation, he went to her office to apologize. Again, I think he apologized just to appease us, but he did it in person and didn't try to cop out. Like my sister, Sammy feels neutral about him. My other sister, my brother's twin, is the only holdout. She hasn't given Sammy an apology and seems pissed that she no longer has a built-in free babysitter. She's doubled down and said she has nothing to apologize for and Sammy is the one causing troubles. This has caused a bit of a rift in my family. My parents would like Sammy and I to come to Christmas dinner, but I'm not interested in being around my sister right now and I'm not going to subject Sammy to that. 
my parents have even suggested that my sister should stay home to make us more comfortable in coming. While I appreciate the sentiment, I would feel guilty about my sister being alone on Christmas. Her kids would be with their dad. Sammy and I have plenty of offers from friends. My sister would probably not be able to find a place to go on short notice. Sammy has told my parents she would rather not create a bigger rift and would come over at another time. Sammy told me privately that while she has forgiven my family, she's not all the comfortable hanging out with my family just yet. I'm perfectly okay with this. I feel like taking some time from my family will be a good thing. Sammy and I are still deciding where to go on Christmas, probably to my best friend's house. The best part of the update. My best friend's wife went ring shopping with me. She let me go to all the chain stores and bulked at all the prices for the same ring in every store. She eventually took me to a local jeweler and we discussed a custom ring. The jeweler completely understood what I wanted and I decided she would be great at designing a ring. She's pretty backed up with orders and she said she'd be able to get to it in January. A few nights ago, she texted me a picture of a stone she had found to see if it fit what I had in mind. Sammy saw the text and it led to an impromptu proposal. She said yes. So now I have a fiance. We haven't really told anyone yet. I'll tell my family at some point, but for now, I'm enjoying sharing this time with her. So things are okay. Better than I hoped since my last post. I'm very sad about my sister because I miss her and her kids and I miss my family, but I feel good about my decisions. I feel like things will get better with my family except my sister in time. Sammy liked the idea of a destination wedding next summer, but we haven't even started any planning yet. Sammy told me after everything that's happened with my family, she feels confident that I have her back and that she finally has me as a true family. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. And whilst I still feel the same way, even after that update, congratulations on the proposal, by the way, and, and the engagement, I think that's fantastic. And the update was really nice. I'm still struggling, and this is just from my aspect, really, if I'd be able to forgive that family for it still. I think what the mother came from a real genuine place and said, you know, they 
it was a jealousy issue and that conversation potentially led to things being fixed further down the road. Whilst the mum was totally wrong and, and toxic in the situation, admitting to jealousy I think is a step in the, the right direction. Will it completely fix things down the road? I don't honestly think so, but I think, again, it's a step in the right direction for me. And to know that the mum was mortified by their behaviour when they've heard about Sammy's past and what Sammy has been through growing up, and that all she wanted was a big loving family, like the mum has got. But what do you guys make of this one? What if you was in Sammy's situation and say, you know, you had a partner, you went around his family, you heard him talking shit about you. How would you react to that? Would you ever be able to forgive them? Even if you went through the update like this one, sat down with a mother, she explained her situation. People come up to you and seem to genuinely apologize to you. Do you think you could still sit in like a, a room with these people and feel, you know, secure and, and trust their opinions? Would love to know your thoughts on that one. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Don't Want a Divorce, who says, I, 37 male, got a paternity test done, and now my wife might divorce me over it. Help. And it does follow with an update as well. My wife, 35 female, and I, 37 male, have been married for 12 years. We have three kids, and I always had this nagging feeling that our middle child wasn't mine. Our oldest and youngest look just like me, but my middle child doesn't. My wife has shown me a picture of her grandfather and he does look a lot like him, but he just doesn't have any of my family features. He looks so different than anyone else in the family. I decided I wanted a paternity test to put my mind at ease. My wife got pretty upset when I brought it up because cheating has always been a deal breaker for her, but I just saw that as all the more reason to get one done. I told her that if she had nothing to hide, she should have no problem with getting one done. I tested my son and it turns out he's mine. I thought everything was fine and I had my peace of mind. Except she told me she was going to take the kids and go to her parents for a while. When I asked her why she exploded and told me that she was seriously considering divorcing me over this stunt. That she was furious with me for doubting her loyalty to me, knowing how she felt about cheating. And that she would never forgive me for what I put our son through, making him question his place in the family. I tried to get her to see my side, that I just wanted to be sure, and that surely she could see why I'd question it when it looks nothing like me. She told me she would never forgive me for this, and that I hoped my foolish pride was worth the cost of my family. She hasn't spoken to me since. I need advice on how to get her to talk with me and get her to see my side of the story, and that it wasn't some attack on her character like she seems to think it was. I don't want a divorce. And as always, we're going to cover a couple of the comments before we move on to the update. It's not a huge one, but it's still an update. Constant Seaweed 69 says, Why can't you see her side though? She understands your side, that he looks nothing like you. Did you ever learn about genetic? Some babies just don't look like the parents. It happens all the time. I have a blonde cousin with blue eyes who has a husband with blonde hair and brown eyes. The baby came out a redhead with green eyes. The baby looks nothing like them and they still know that the baby is theirs. You're trying to justify what you did with a bullshit excuse and you, you need to accept you probably ruined your family forever. Tenor Girl says you are so dumb. Also like, why not just do a family ancestry service, learn about your history and silently see if the kid matches, if your anxiety about it was so damaging. Either way, your wife is heading for divorce. Good luck with that. Pihor says you accused her of cheating and then told her you didn't believe her. You broke the relationship trust and your wife doesn't trust you. 
you could have gotten a 23andMe deal for everyone to be tested to see how genes were different but still show paternity, but you went straight to infidelity. And MM172 says and quotes that it wasn't some attack on her character, then says, dude, you were so unable to take her at her word that she hadn't cheated despite having zero concrete evidence to support that allegation. And in fact, presumably 12 plus years of evidence that she's not the kind of person who would cheat, that you needed to go out to get forensic proof. How is that not an attack on her character? For that matter, what does it say about your attitude towards your middle child? That you would question his status in the family for having unmitigated girl to not resemble a carbon copy of you. Quit trying to justify yourself. Admit that you didn't trust her and that's on you. Ask to go to counseling or simply start therapy on your own to figure out why you couldn't trust her to this extent. It might not save your marriage, but hopefully it at least keep you from screwing up a good thing in future. So now we're going to move on to the update to see what that says. Update. So it's been a couple of months now and I thought I'd update. My wife finally agreed to sit down with me a couple of weeks after I posted. And as some of you said, she doesn't want to stay with me. We talked and basically it boiled down to she wants a divorce because I don't trust her and think so poorly of her character that I thought she'd pass another man's child off as mine. She then said she'll never forgive me for treating my son so abhorrently and he asked why I hated him. I didn't realize I treated him so differently, but apparently it was obvious. I tried to defend myself, but she asked what I meant then because no matter how I tried to dress it up, I accused her of cheating and treated our son like trash because he wasn't my spitting image. She then brought up she wondered if I was projecting because only one of us had infidelity in their background and it wasn't her. That stung because while yes, I had cheated in the past two relationships, I've never cheated on her. Oh my God. I said that she said she never cheated at all, but that didn't stop me from accusing her of it, did it? So now my kids won't talk to me and my wife wants to divorce me. All over a paternity test. And I think Opie in the end still doesn't get it. That final couple of words there all over a paternity test it wasn't just about that was it it was over accusations of lack of trust towards his wife and in the update how the son is feeling clearly being treated differently because of op's feelings towards him over all this time wow now as always i would love to know your thoughts on this story if you have a moment of your time to share them a huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the stories. You know, it always means the world. And as I said the other day, you've started my 2022 on an absolute high. Thank you so much for being you, getting involved in the channel, commenting, liking, subscribing, all that good stuff. It really does mean the world to me. And yeah, blown away. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. I hope so anyway. <laughs> much love, guys. Life is what you make it. I feel like amazing. I can't see a way out. I've been stacking face down off canvases. I painted. I just spent the rain day on drip. I can't afford, but that's the price I pay for the memories I'm making. I've been going places. I've been shaking hands for a chance to really make it. This life is so crazy. Swag almost gave it. All this shit that I'm laying it's only the foundation. I've been going crazy. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. 
And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.